obviously uh, Kawhi is one of the elite players in the league, one of the elite two-way players. And then it seems like you get to the postseason and he just finds ways to, you know, take his game up another level even. What did you see out of him in the series against the Mavericks? And, and kind of what are the biggest challenges that you anticipate uh, facing from him on, on both ends of the court in this series? Um, you know, one thing I respect about Kawhi Leonard, man, obviously everybody talks about his two-way ability, which is elite, but, you know, his will to win um, by any means necessary. Um, there were possessions where it was guarding Luka. There were possessions where it was scoring. There were possessions where it was getting offensive rebounds, getting defensive rebounds, box outs. Like, that's what, you know, leaders do. And that's what he does for that team. And he does everything. And, you know, that's a, that's a credit to him. And for us, you know, he's going to be a, a tough matchup for us. But we got to go out there and understand we do what we do. You know, at the end of the day, he's, he's going to be – it's not just him. You know, they have uh, Paul, they have Marcus, they have Reggie, the guys who can – who can really go. So for us, it's just doing what we do. Um, understanding they're going to be physical. They're going to switch everything. They're going to play that small lineup. But, you know, we've, we've seen it. And now we got to go out there and just execute against it. John Kuhn, AP. Donovan, you, you look at just how you guys did on the perimeter, both offensively and defensively in the, in the first round. Going up against a team like the Clippers with – the amount of length they have and the amount of good shooters they have. What do you feel like are the keys to kind of continuing that momentum and, and being able to impose your will on the perimeter, both got, offensively and defensively? I think you got to be sharper. Uh, everything we did in Memphis has just got to be even sharper. Um, you know, there's certain passing angles, uh, driving, understanding they're going to help from certain places, understanding where they're going to be on the offensive end and you gotta be sharper mentally, physically, the pass has gotta be on point. We gotta take our shots. You know, we can't pass up looks against this team because they're great at recovering and scrambling. And, you know, they got six, eight, six, nine, six, 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 whatever, you know what I mean? And then the wingspans are there too. So um, it's their called their small lineup, but you know, it's, it's just because they don't have a seven footer out there, but at the end of the day, they're really good at scrambling and being able to recover. So for us, it's like, we gotta be able to execute through that play through that, um, defensively, you know, they can score many different ways. You know, at the end of the day, it comes down to the, the those two and Paul George and Kawhi, but understanding that Reggie can get going, Marcus can get going, Batum, everybody. You know, so for us, it's like, okay, you know, how do we stay locked in and stay solid? And we did a good job of that um, against Memphis, you know, um, outside of really game one. But now it's, you know, at an even higher level. And understanding it's not going to be just for a quarter, two quarters. You know, there's certain things we got away with in the first series that we won't be able to get away with this series defensively. So understanding that we've got to be on point uh, every minute of the game, every minute of the series. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Donovan, you've talked to us before about uh, the value of being able to watch Mike Conley and have him on your team and learn from what he does on the court. Where would you put that? I mean, if you're looking at how you're growing and your growth year after year, being able to even just sit next to him on the bench and talk to him about what's going on, especially during the postseason, how valuable is that to your game? Um, huge. I think, you know, it's, it's, there are times where it's like, you know, it's talks that are pretty lengthy, but then there are times where it's like little tidbits, like, you know, uh, Sarah likes to jump to your right hand, you know, like little stuff like that, just so like, and like, Oh shoot. Like you're thinking about it on the fly, like little things like that, that will give you uh, myself, you know, that being able to sit on by him in the locker room, being able to, play Xbox with him. like you know just forming that that bond early was huge and then we became 
real cool and started just going over so many different things in, in the game of basketball and what he saw. And he's been to the playoffs, I think, eight or nine times in his career. Um, so he's seen a lot. You know, he's seen um, – he was part of the team that – the eighth seed that beat the one seed. You know, so when we played Memphis, he had so many things, you know, not just for myself but for the team of what he's seen and how it went down and how, how they're feeling going into game one and game two. Uh, coming into this series, you know what I mean? So, like, for us, for me, you know, it helps me tremendously, you know, being able to just kind of like a calming, cooling pre presence, regardless if we're up, down, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, never see Mike have a bad day either, which definitely uh, keeps the mood light. And, you know, he's he's a great teammate and, you know, a great person. And I'm, I'm thankful to have him. You know, I think we all are. But for me personally, I think it's, it's big for my growth, like you said, in my development in, in many different ways. Rebecca Harlow, TNT. Donovan, looking forward to working with you again. Um, just curious, you know, the sense of urgency that your team showed in that first round was pretty clear. How much does that stem from the way things ended in the bubble? I know you took going up 3-1 and then losing really hard, but in some ways, um, has that added to the chip or has that made you guys even better because you went through that and don't want to go through it again? Right. In, in some respects, you know, I've talked about it pretty much every interview, but in some respects, I, I say it's, it was good that it happened, you know, because you learn a lot from losses, you know, you learn a lot more, I would say, because if we were able to get away with not paying attention to the small details and winning that series, not saying we wouldn't be the same team we are today, not saying that, but, you know, you definitely have a different chip, different edge. Uh, to you. So going up 3-1 against Memphis, we made it a statement from the beginning that we were going to come out and play a certain way. And we didn't really have to say it. You know, it's kind of just like one thing we just do, which means everybody, one through 17, was on the same page, which is great because that means we're all locked in and, and have the same goal. Understand we all felt the same hurt, you know, from, from, from last year. It wasn't just me or it wasn't just Rudy. It wasn't just Mike or Joe, we all felt that. So we understood that. So now coming into this series, you know, we kind of still carry that understanding that, all right, we won the series, but that we were up three, one, like that's not the goal. Like the goal is to continue to win and continue to play deeper into this playoffs and get to a championship. So um, not being satisfied, I think is one of, uh, one of the biggest things with us. And I think with the, with the team, like the Clippers, you know, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy, but understanding that we got to be resilient. Um, if we get up, understand that we got to do the things that we continue to do at a high level. And even if we get down, we got to raise our level and continue to, to go out there and be the team that we've been all year. And um, that's pretty much been our mindset. Ben Anderson, KSLsports.com. Donovan, I know playoffs are always about adjustments, but it seems like historically from an outsider's perspective, the best team in the NBA or the best teams always kind of dictate how the playoffs go and, and kind of how the games are played. As the best team in the NBA this year, do you guys feel like you have that advantage, even if it's just psychological? Um, I think for us, like 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 I was just saying to Rebecca, I think being able to to show our resilience through the season, through the first round, like it gives us, it just gives you a confidence going into a series, understanding that this is what we are, this is who we, this is what we do, and understanding that we got to keep that level, you know, and coming fresh off a loss, uh, and last year, like we understand that, like it's so fresh in our mind that like we're at a point where it's like we don't want to go back to that. You know, I think that helps um, more so than what you're saying, in my opinion. I think understanding that, yeah, we're the best team in the NBA and there's a swagger that comes behind that too, but understanding that we just felt the loss before and we don't want to go back to that feeling just because we won a series. It's not like the end all. So for us, it's, yeah, we're the number one team in the, in the regular season, but at the end of the day, it's like a high school kid, number one ranked kid going to college. It doesn't mean nothing. 
You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like you, those rankings, everything starts over at zero, zero. Uh, they won a series. We won a series. Or we won in five, they won in seven. So at the end of the day, it's zero, zero. Um, none of that stuff before matters. We got to go in there and lace them up and, and get ready to go. Dana Green, ABC4. Hey, Donovan. Uh, after your first game in the Memphis series, you expressed some dissatisfaction of having zero assists, and then you went to five and then eight and then ten. Was that kind of a conscious decision, a conscious choice on your part, or did those opportunities just present themselves, or do you expect to continue at that level of distribution? Yeah, um, for me, <laughs> uh, the first game was like, it was a point to be proven. You know what I mean? It was I, my head. Oh, man. Sorry. Um my, my goal was to go out there and just try to attack. You know, I hadn't played in 40 days, and I was really just, like, so excited to be back. You know what I mean? I missed so many easy reads because I hadn't played. You know, it's, it's, it's different. And then you get out there, you watch the film, and I get mad at myself because I'm like, damn, like, Royce has opened three or four times in a row. Like, there's no way I missed that, you know, finding that. So coming into game three, it was like, okay, this is what's going to be there. I told Royce, I told God, like, this is what's going to be there. I'm going to drive. I'm going to, cause they're now they're expecting me to do, but I didn't game one and come out and try and score. Now you're going to be open. And then it became, okay, now being able to find both and manipulate the offense, understand. Now I know how they're playing me. Now I'm kind of getting a little bit of a rhythm, understanding, okay, I'm going to get to the basket. This is going to be there. The ball fake here, that's going to be there. So as the series went on, it just went back to my film watching and just understand of playing the game of basketball and continuing to find my rhythm. Um, that's really all it is. Uh, but game the first game back, you know, you're just a kid in a candy shop. You're just out there playing in front of the home fans, playing a playoff game and just happy to be there. And, you know, and then it's like, okay, like now you're being tactical with your approach and how you go about things and understand where guys are going to be. Mark Medina, USA Today. Hi, Donovan. Good to see you. Um, I was wondering, how would you compare what the, the mental toll of this unique season has been like compared to the bubble and what was your approach in kind of navigating the, the unique challenges of the season? Um, in a sense, the beginning of the year, I think, was similar to the bubble because or really a lot of the year for me because I didn't really like go anywhere. I don't think a lot of us went anywhere. I mean, not just here, but in the league. So I think it was kind of similar in that sense. You know, the only difference was the travel. So you would travel and then you'd pretty much be like locked down in a hotel room, you know. So at the end of the day from the bubble – You'd go play, you'd drive and go play at the arena and then drive back to the hotel and that'd be that. So this season I think was was tough, but for me it was just like I have film and I had Xbox. Uh, so I had that to kind of keep my mind distracted. Um, uh, so for me, that's that's really what it was. Um, it's definitely it's definitely unique and interesting, but you know as things are starting to change throughout the league, the protocols, the rules are starting to change. Uh, it's, be, it's become a little bit easier, I think, in my opinion, but um, the playoffs are going to be tough in general, uh, regardless. Um, and, you know, having the fans back, having that element back and that feel, I think definitely kind of brings life just throughout the league in general. Um, for, so for me, I, I, I think, you know, it's like I'm not too far removed from being in a college dorm in a high school, in a boarding school where I had a prep school. So I was pretty much in my room doing the same thing I'm doing now anyway after a basketball game. So um, kind of going back to my roots, as I would say. Uh, so it wasn't that hard for me, but I definitely think it's challenging in some instances for sure. Rebecca Harlow, TNT. All right. Yeah, Donovan, um, you averaged a point a minute in that last series, which in a playoff scenario is so difficult to do. I mean, there's so few NBA players ever who have been able to do that. In your fourth year now, what do you think it is that you've learned 
that's gotten you to a place where you are so efficient, even when you're in a scenario where an entire team is focused on taking you out of the game? Um, I think it goes back to what I was saying before. I think, first off, you're seeing playoff fixed basketball for, for the fourth straight year. You know, I think over time, you look at guys like Brown, Chris Paul, Steph, like <clears throat> KD, like those guys are really good in the playoffs because why? Like those guys are good in the playoffs because they've seen it year after year after year. It's like, you know, after a while, the coverages, you know, don't change. You know, you understand the guy's tendencies at this point. Now you know what you what you can get to, what you're capable of, how you can get there, slowing the game down yourself. You're seeing everything at a different pace than I was last year, the year before that, you know, so for me, and then on top of that, taking the film work to a higher level too. So understanding that, you know, it's good to watch the good highlights, but you also got to watch the, the the ones where it's like, man, I missed this or man, I missed that. I got to see this. This is what's going to be there if I attack there. And, you know, being able to pick other players and watch how they attack those defenses. And then you implement that into your own game. So you pretty much do all that, you know, for three, three, four years straight, it's starting to slow down. Everything starts to change for you. Um, and then also being able to hit shots, uh, the night reps, those are reps throughout the summer, um, continue to rep those out, continue to go out there and, and, and rep those out every day. Um, and then the reads and everything else will come throughout the year and throughout the years of, uh, of playing and in the playoffs, everything's kind of slowed down, which makes the game, like I always say, more tactical and more mental. And it really goes down to how experience and going down to how you can slow the game down and how you can make reads for others and make reads for yourself. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Donovan. All right, we have time for one last question. It's a follow-up from Sarah Todd. Don, I just wanted to get an update on how the ankle is feeling after that first round and last couple of days of practice. How it's going? It's good. Um, I'm ready to go. Um, the, the time off was great, uh, but I definitely missed playing. Um, but, you know, ankle feels good and ready to go.